Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. We help you get your business off the ground and running smoothly so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. All right, Trinity, we are right in the middle of the holiday season. Hope everybody has had a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> we're here. We're here. It's my favorite time of year. We hope your uh, Thanksgiving went well, that you ate well and spent good time with family and friends. We're talking today about merry marketing. Do my cheeks look rosier today? They look great. They look great. And it's M-E-R-R-Y because it's things to do during Christmas. Our previous episode was the Ho Ho Hustle. Mm -hmm. While your competition is taking a break and taking 12 days off and doing this trip and that trip and not calling on clients... And prospective clients, and you are, you're going to out-hustle them. So your ho-ho hustle will set you up for a good start in January 2020. And our Merry Marketing episode is going to help you cut through all that holiday ribbon and be the one that gets out there, that gets noticed, that gets all of the benefits of being a little bit more fun. Yes. And a little bit more energetic and a whole lot more creative than your competition. We talk about on a regular basis how to be memorable. And usually it takes something fun to be memorable. And why not have fun? Because we all go through the same grind every day, every week. Have some fun. And chances are your clients will appreciate it because everybody else is sending them a flyer that says, please hire us. We've been in the market 28 years. We provide, no, no, no. Give me something fun and memorable. So the first thing up is launch a Christmas-specific email marketing campaign. A couple of these just scream your name. Of how much fun you, you can have, not with words, because you're very good with that, but you're also very good at finding images yes. that work out well. I like to communicate. You do, and you do and it very this well. I love the example of doing either 12 days of Christmas or um, you know the first 30 days after the new year when people are trying to stick to their new year's <laughs> resolution like resolution day one resolution day two so there are so many different ways that you can play on the countdown either to the holidays or after the holidays to make yourself stand a little bit out from the crowd 12 days of christmas could be first couple could be a choice of what food you like or what your favorite movie was or a tip on four days before Christmas. It could be a day with all kinds of football, shopping specials, family coming in. If Christmas is on a Wednesday, family's going to start showing up on Saturday, have some fun with that. I like the New Year one because by the post on day 12 would be, are you still going to the gym? Yes. <laughs> but something specific, have a little fun, ask some questions, especially on social media. Ask questions, get people engaged, get them talking about something other than business. People love to share their thoughts, family stories, favorite memories. So play right into that, into their hands with that. And when you're sending out those email campaigns, <laughs> you should always try to be a little punny. Now that comes easy for you. What would you recommend for somebody that's not quite that creative? How do they go about finding these? Ask your top clients. Yes. I'd say that's one of the easiest ways. Whenever I get stumped and I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do. I need a marketing idea. I go straight to either Instagram or Facebook and I ask my followers mm -hmm. and they never cease to amaze me. They will give me some of the best fodder for content and it's free. 
Yes. So you say, hey, I need a really punny email line for a, d- a promotion that I'm sending out. And if you put that out there on social media, you'll get five or six responses from people of stuff that you would have never thought of. And it's just the easiest way to, to do it. Either that or my good friend Google. Google, yes. <laughs> if we said, hey, Google, right now, would things turn on? They probably would. All the research tells you the headline, probably the most important thing on the email. You got to get them to open it. Yes. And most people appreciate a, okay, that's, and you yourself, sitting at home listening, driving your car listening, you know you've clicked on some things just because the headline was excellent. And you thought, you know what, I'm going to give them some props, I'm going to click on this. Sometimes yes. it works, sometimes it doesn't, but they've earned your respect, so think of it that way. Yeah, a couple of good examples are you'll adore our wrapping tips like you'll y-u-l-e nice love that yeah last year i signed all of my emails with um i'd love your referrals to anyone who's looking for a ho ho home <laughs> yes keep the hoe and home yeah yes. keeping the hoe and home yep <laughs> plays on the word mary are always good oh yeah yeah. And while we're a jeweler, you could do something about ringing in the new year mm-hmm. because you're all about jewelry and rings. So just get creative, get a little punny. Don't be afraid to make people have to use their brains a little bit. If you have an ice cream shop, why would you not use the word frosty? Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Yep. Reindeer, we're going to make it well, R-A-I-N. Yeah, you get have fun with that. I'm sure somebody will come up with something, but we could do that. Next one on the list is reward your... Now, a lot of companies don't have a mobile app yet, but if you're big enough and you have an app, reward your users on the mobile app. A, you're saying thank you for using it, but B, you may just grow your uh, mobile app business. So how would you recommend that somebody promotes that out? I would certainly use all your social media. I would probably send something now. Okay, here's a perfect example. I, in my limited knowledge of technology, I could use a visual. Send me something that shows how I need to do that, <laughs> what I need to push on instead of people like you and Drago who are like, oh, I got that figured out. It takes me two seconds. I have to look at it to figure out I need to go to this button to that button to get it, but I will get it. You could have fun with some sort of mailer. That drives them to the mobile app. Yes. So it's a coupon or it's something that they can only exclusively get if they come in and use the mobile app or buy it off the mobile app. And you can use your other avenues of marketing as ways to promote them to go to use get that special deal or incentive or whatever it is that you're offering from your mobile app. Send them to your website to download the app from your website, if that's possible. But get people to your website. Get them somewhere else you want them to be and then get them to download the app that way and put a special on the mobile app, 5%, 10%, or something in addition to the price, something of value. We all want value today. We don't mind paying for it. And when there's a price reduction, we want to know, all right, are they clearing their shelves or is this something pretty good to have? What's the value you're giving your clients? Next one on the list is, and we talked about this in the previous episode, Host a local charity drive. You participated in, it wasn't a charity drive, but you participated in Habitat for Humanity. I did. Early November. Situations like that we talked about. And many companies will say this is our 19th year supporting fill-in-the-blank and absolutely do that. Stores will tell you if you bring in two canned goods, bring in a pair of tennis shoes, some 
toiletries for whoever, whatever, you get X off or something in addition to that price. And people are always looking for a way to be involved with Angel Tree or giving back. So whether you're sponsoring um, a tree or you're sponsoring a child, last year we did the shoe boxes that you fill up that you send to children in other countries. That was really cool. That was my first time ever being involved in that. I loved it because I found deflated soccer balls that we were actually able to mail to these kids so they because you can't fit a full soccer ball in a box but so I got really creative with the things that I could fit in these shoe boxes (laughs) so they could have toys to open over the holidays people love to give gifts and if you're thinking of something creative think about how to engage your customers in the forms of either like a discount or special offer if they participate with you in giving back to your local community. If If you can keep it local, mm -hmm. it's all the better. People love that feel of doing something that is giving back locally. It could be a coat drive. It could be Mm -hmm. a backpack drive. It could be a toy drive. Unwrapped toys, of course, are usually better because most places that are taking toys only take unwrapped. Yes, And plan this way ahead of time for a couple of reasons. One is you want to do it right. You want to make sure you get maximum visibility for it. And yes, it's okay for you as a business to promote, we are partnering with XYZ nonprofit. Please drop off whatever the product is at any one of our four locations or go online to do do something. And then they'll promote you as well. Hey, uh, Hunter Rowe, uh, real estate is helping us do this. Remember, the more people involved in that, the more product or service is going to get donated. And at the end of the day, that's the goal is how much can we get donated? So it's okay to plan. It's okay to promote it. Get some publicity for helping out because at the end of the day, you're going to get more people to be involved. Something I learned earlier this year, we're doing a canned food drive as part of a ticket to an event that we're hosting. So I'm part of a group called ATB. It means all the best. And we're a socials group, singles group, meetup group that's in the triangle, something that I've been helping one of my friends to grow. We have an annual Christmas party and you can either buy the $10 ticket that gets you in the door or you can do a $5 ticket and bring a couple of canned food items. When we were talking to the local food pantries about when we can deliver the food stuff, because usually we get 200 plus people to these events, which is a lot of canned food. Most people will opt for the to bring the canned item and mm-hmm. the $5 entry. We found out that almost all of these food pantries want you to not bring vegetables because everyone always goes for the cheapest canned food. They got the green beans that are on sale. And so they said that they are really in need. And so when you're thinking about donating to these pantries over the holidays, they're in need of things like SpaghettiOs or canned soup or full meals that people can heat up versus just bringing, because if you have just a can of beans, Mm. you've got just a can of beans. So canned tuna, canned chicken, like things that are a little bit more sustenance. And if you go to one of these events and it's 10 bucks or you don't have to bring anything, it's 5 bucks if you bring two cans, Be do the right thing. Pay the 10 bucks and bring two cans because everybody's going to benefit. And it's five more dollars, people. Yes. You get, if you're going to one of these events, you'll probably have five extra bucks. Don't go to Starbucks that morning and everybody wins. Next up we have, uh, oh, a lot of people do this, host a Christmas breakfast or lunch, again, to say thank you. 
You can be for your employees. It can be for clients, could be potential clients, could be for community leaders, who knows, but find a place that'll partner with you. Hey, I'm going to bring you 50 breakfasts on, you know, Friday, December 3rd or whatever it's going to be and see if they'll work with you on that. Yep. And if your business has a lot of parents that are potential clients of yours, we went to Bush Gardens, a friend and my, a friend and I, and we stood in line to see Santa. We were in that damn line longer than any roller coaster line there was. It was the (laughs) longest line because so many people want to see Santa. So I have found that if you can get a local Santa and provide pictures, even if it's just a quick Polaroid and you have an elf there and they have a little station where you can have the kids write a letter to Santa, parents will eat that up all day long because they don't have to go stand in line at the mall where they have to pay $40 for a picture of their kid with Santa. Easy way for you to partner with another small business, which is our next tip, which is partner with another small business. If you have a local photographer that you love, great way for you to help promote their business and you, they, they promote yours. So partner with those other small businesses. Think outside the box in terms of things that you can do if you're hosting a breakfast or a lunch to provide a little bit of extra value to your clients. Everybody enjoys that. It's, it, it doesn't have to be the greatest food. If it's for a worthwhile cause, and again, you can, hey, bring the cost of admission is your meal. Well, actually, you cover the meal. Cost of admission is a present, $5 or less, unwrapped, or or something to help somebody. Partner with a a local nonprofit and another business. Just Mm -hmm. think through that, and you'll be able to find a way. Trust me, you're going to feel better at the end of the day because somebody you invite is going to meet one of the people involved with the the nonprofit and they may hit it off and that may lead to another event that benefits the nonprofit and it was because you brought the two people together. Uh, take some time to think this through and I think you'll feel better and it'll turn out to be a better event. You're talking about joining forces with another small business. Who could pair with the lady that does your hair while you're sitting there for 12 hours? How long does it take? <laughs> <laughs> it does. It takes so long. Mike's teasing me because I have had extensions in my hair. I don't right now, but when I get them put back in, it is an eight-hour day to get those extensions put in. So a great promotion for a hairstylist is to partner with someone who can come do nails or give you a facial or provide champagne. I mean, my hairstylist and I will sit there and watch movies and I'll be on my laptop working. I mean, it's a long day. But I love um, gift bundles. Yes. And giving away gift bundles. So if you have a nail salon that's right next to a hair salon, you could give a, you know, cut and a wax or whatever it is. But partnering to give out gift bundles is a great idea and a great way to cross promote because then anyone who buys that for one business is going to learn about the other business. Your hairstylist would partner with what kind of business to get Scott and the husbands there? She doesn't do guys' hair. I know, but what could be going on so the guys could be hanging out there for a little bit, get more people to do something. If there's a sports bar next door, couples only price. He gets this, she gets that, here's the price. There's nothing he's going to want to do for eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) Well, true, you could take separate cars, yes. Yeah. You could watch a game, go home, and watch the second game, and you still wouldn't be home. Right. (laughs) But I'm sure that... Or mother-daughter stuff. Mother-daughter would be good. Grandma, granddaughter stuff. Grandma, granddaughter, yes. 
Be creative on these things, folks. They're out there. Next thing, you don't see much of these very often, but every now and then we'll run across these. It's a small business Saturday. A lot of times there will be a focus on downtown small businesses Saturday, usually all day long. There's a special. A lot of times it's during slow times. Sometimes it's during the holiday season. But find something you can do for two weeks leading up to Christmas, maybe two weeks after the new year that just says thank you. It's at the end of a calendar year, beginning of another calendar year. Thank you for your business. We love being in this town. We love all the people here. Here's our deal for two weeks. And have some fun with One it. of my favorite referral partners is a local artist, and she hosts um, a thing called Locally Made Market twice a year. I love it. It is where I do my client appreciation shopping. So they have a woman that makes local candles where part of her profits go to um, dog rescue. My clients love them. They smell good. They're for a good cause. I get all sorts of fun stuff from there. And then around Christmas time, they have a Christmas one, and I get 90% of my Christmas shopping done, and it's all from local vendors. She has artisans. She has jewelry makers. She has people that make handmade bibs and baby stuff and pretty much anything you can think of. She rents out a place at the Maiden Inn and has this thing called Locally Made Market. So that was something that she started. But if in your area or your community, you could totally do what my friend Susie Bird did and start your own community where business vendors come together and hundreds of people come through there and everybody's doing business together. It's really cool. Imagine if you did two weeks of dog treats and dog gifts. And I just realized her name's Susie Silver, not Susie Bird. She goes by Bird on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of her business? Susie Silver Art. Okay. Yes. So check that out. Great ideas. And I'm with you. The more, it's a lot of fun walking into a place like that where it's completely different products and services there, but they're all local and it's wonderful. It the is. The more the merrier on big and places like that. She has drawings and gift giveaways, and it's just a really cool way to get to know other, even if you're there, just to network and meet other small business owners. But imagine if you did something just for your client's pets. My clients love their pets. Yes. It, uh, again, you At could not go wrong. At least half of my clients are <laughs> buying their houses for the backyard for their dogs. We lived in Florida for 10 years, and I had never been through hurricanes so this was all new and you get after a while you once the first cat three goes by you and you're like okay we survived that the sad the wrong approach most people down there take is oh cat one pfft, i'll still be at work that day and not always the case probably not the best approach but you learn real quick who buys what for who and let me tell you those pets are right up there with the kids oh yeah it's for most adults it's the liquor store or the grocery store in that order and if you have dogs and kids, I can get them both at this store, <laughs> so they buy both. But the pets, the dogs are well taken care of during hurricane season when you could be without power from 24 to 72 hours. Dogs get very Love get dogs. treated very well, yes. Organize a Christmas-themed contest. And again, we're playing right to your strength here, Trinity. We you love pictures and I crazy do. ideas. We had such a fun contest a couple of years ago where we had a holiday lights Christmas contest on our Facebook. And I 
loved seeing my clients' photos of their, well, one, I help people buy houses. Yeah. So seeing pictures of their homes all lit up was just really cool because I normally will see their house upon closing and then when I pop by every once in a while, but to see it in a different element and see how creative people can be with their Christmas lights and their blow up thingies and the wild, wacky, wavy arm guys, which we know I'm terrified of. Don't put those in your yard. Don't like them. But I do like the blow the blow up items. There's also other ways that you can have Christmas theme contests. You can have photos. You can have video contests. You can have best pajama contest. Just a way to get people really active and moving about on your social media. I've seen photographers do great social media campaigns over the holidays where they'll have, you know, a free photo shoot to the baby photo that gets the most likes. Really easy way to get a whole lot of people because those people will take that and send it out to all their friends and family and be like, please go like the picture of my baby because I want to win this photo package and I know that I've been a culprit of going out and making sure that I like it and then having all my other friends like it so my friends can win that photo package. In the business world, in marketing, it's about consistency. Can you get in front of people on a regular basis with different messages? This is one of those ways of doing that without selling. And it's a fun topic. They will appreciate you doing that. They won't feel pressure to buy anything, but it will remind them your role and your place in their life. And if they like you, they're going to keep doing that. And if they kind of don't know you yet, this will move you up on the leaderboard. So you can't go wrong with something like this. Plus, it's fun. You'll enjoy it. People are on their phones. If they're traveling, sitting in an airport or sitting in a car on a long trip, they're on their phones. They're on their phones. They're bored. They want stuff to look at. They, a lot of times people don't want to be hanging out with their families. They want to be scrolling through Instagram or Facebook, <laughs> liking your silly pictures. You Here's one you like a lot. Talking about being personal with printed holiday cards, but you've got a new spin on a holiday card. I love to send out New Year's cards. And the reason for that is everyone gets a Christmas card. They get lost. There's tons of, I mean, the amount of mail you get over the Christmas couple of weeks, again, pattern interrupt. I want to do something that's just a little bit different. Not everyone celebrates Christmas and the holidays. Not everybody is excited about Christmas and the holidays. Sometimes it can be a sad time for them, but everyone celebrates New Year's. Everyone has a new year. It's a fresh start for people. So I love writing and sending New Year's cards that get people off to a positive start for their new year. Should you ask them a question in that? Have you set your goal? Tell me what your resolution is. How can I help? What do you put, what do you suggest putting in that card? I write something personal to each person, letting them know that I'm thinking about them. I hope that they have a great start to the year. And if they want to share their goal with me, I would love to be able to keep in contact with them about it. And I actually am very surprised at how many people will be like, hey, I got your card. Here's my goal for the year. You can share your goals for the year. Let them know what you're working on. The biggest piece to it is just making sure that it's really personal and we all know that feeling when you get the generic card in the mail that doesn't even have a handwritten signature on it and you know that somebody back in a office somewhere was just stuffing envelopes and it loses the authenticity yeah you're right 
something personalized. The other thing that I love receiving that I haven't actually sent out is I love receiving the funny holiday letter. They, I read them. Yes. They crack me up. So when a company or a business that I work with sends their letter saying what they've been up to, what their employees have been up to, funny stuff that they've done, how their year went. I hope that I can send out one this year because Scott and I got married. We moved in together. We've had a lot of big life changes. I can put pictures of his Jeep on there. Stuff that stuff that's happened in our life along with my real estate goals and what I'm looking to do and how I want to keep in contact with people. So it gives me a different avenue and a way to keep in contact with people that I have not yet taken advantage of and I want to do this year. But it's also the first year that I've been really excited about what, I mean, so many cool things happened in in 2019. In the span of about two weeks, yes, they did. Let's go back to the goal setting for a minute. I think it's worth digging a little deeper on that. So you send a card to me, handwritten, New Year's card, and you say, hey, Mike, hope you and Becky had fun with Oliver at Christmas time. You put in another note, said, I hope you reach your goals for 2020. If you let me know what those those are, I'd love to help you reach those. And I read that. It's like, you know what? This was well done. And I call you back, say, hey, I know we haven't seen each other in a while. Uh, Thanks for the card. My goal is to get, assuming we're not coaching partners, my goal is to get 22 clients this year. And you're like, great. Let's grab a cup of coffee one day. Let me know I can help you. To which I would reply, thank you very much. What's your goal? Now, you are close to $10 in sales. Mm -hmm. That's the goal for the end of the year. Yep. So you would tell me my goal to finish out 2019 was $10 million in home sales, which I believe I'll get. I'm raising it to $12 million for 2020. Is that too big of a jump? No, that's okay. perfect. So $12 million to 2020. Now I have that relationship with you where I make a note, I can find her a client. I'd love to be part of that because of the relationship we've had. And I asked you. You didn't put in the card to me. My goal's twelve million. Oh, by the way, tell me yours too. Let me look at it. So, but it's a great way to keep in contact. Uh, you have to mean it. You do. You really have to mean it. If you don't mean it, don't write it. But we prefer if you mean it, then go and write it and say it. And you don't know what it's going to lead to. You don't. People love personalized stuff. Yeah. Makes them feel good. It feels good to do it for them. And then you make a note. So here's what Trinity would do. Let me answer this question for her. So in her spreadsheet under across the line for my name, Mike's 2020 goal, 22 clients. That would go, I would, in court, I could swear, well, this is what's going to happen. It would go in the spreadsheet on the line by my name with all the other notes she has on me. Probably March 1, I'm going to get a phone call or another card. Hey, how you doing on, on your, your goal? goal? Yes. You were a quarter way through the season. Are you at six yet? How can I help? That's what you would do, and that's the way it should be done. If you're going to help, tell somebody you're going to help on it. Stay in touch stay with in them touch. and find them one client. You've got my number, Mike. One. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you found them just a two times a month client that was worth $400, it didn't matter. As we've talked about before, it showed the effort. And a lot of times that's worth more than what the prize was, is just the effort. Another one you like are these gift sets. Some of our... different flavors of chocolate. I know that would be good. Some of our clients and vendors and business partners have actual tangible products that they sell. 
And I know as a gift buyer that the easier that someone can make something for me, the better. So if you are a nail salon or a hair salon, if you have a cute little packaged thing with a bottle of nail polish and the gift card already tied to it and it's something in a little bag that I can just deliver to my friend, that's way better than me having to buy the gift card, buy a gift bag, make it look cute. So pre-packaged, pre-wrapped gift sets that are, you know, that are curated, gift ideas that are easy that you can just buy and go are awesome because not always when you're buying gifts for people do you want to go out and buy the specialty wrapping paper. I love buying people gift baskets and things that look really pretty because half of the joy in the gift giving is the gift wrapping. And as much as I do like to wrap presents, I am one of those weirdos that likes wrapping my own gifts. If it's done for me, there's a store over, and we live in the Triangle, and there's a store locally called Zest Cafe. And one of the reasons that I love this store, it's a store and a restaurant, but when you go in there and you buy something from their boutique shop, they wrap it for you. So whenever I have a baby shower or something that I need to go to that I don't keep paper on hand for, I go to Zest, I buy it, they wrap it, and then, and it's just part of the price of the item. And I love it because it just takes half of the work off of me. In addition to having these prepackaged, pre-wrapped gift ideas, think strategically and having them in price brackets that people want to spend. So have your $10 item, your $25 item, your $50 item, and your $100 item. So that way when people, because you know in your mind you have a price bracket that you want to buy for someone in and you don't want to be sitting there thinking, okay, I have to come up to a total of $50 and put this basket together myself. I can just walk into a store and be like, boop, here's the $50 item. I don't have to sit there and do the math myself. And the easier you can make it for me, the more likely I'm going to be to buy it and the more money I'm going to spend because if I, if one is easy, <laughs> two is even easier. Love when uh, life comes down to simple math equations. If you're a small business owner, if I can kind of uh, chastise my kind a little bit, if you can find something really, really smart for husbands to buy that's got most of everything in that carefully, neatly wrapped it, wrapped gift bag, if you could help the male CEO of a company who doesn't have much taste in design and presence and things like that. Just make it that much easier for them and market it that way. <laughs> Use your own verbiage. You're going to make some money, but please help my kind out because we struggle with colors and taste and, oh, that is neat. That'd be fun. So just help us out here and you'll make some money off of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Offer free wrapping. I'm telling you what, man, find someone and hire them for the holidays to work in your shop that yeah. can wrap it and make it look pretty. And I'll be your client for life. Yep. But you said it, you said it earlier, make it easy for people. Everybody's on the go. Everybody's got more things to do. We want things done now. Microwave, uh, remote control. There's car detailers coming to your work and they detail your car while you're working. So you don't have to go sit somewhere for an hour during the day. Simple things like that. The easier you make it for people, and it's priced properly, chances are you're going to move. And then the very last one is if you do have a storefront or something that <laughs> people come in and shop at, because not all of our small business owners are virtual, not all of them work at home, a lot of them have a storefront or a place where clients or customers are coming in, 
One thing that I saw a business do that really left a lasting impression in my mind is I was at Creighton, not Creighton Barrel. What's the other one? William Sonoma. And I walked in there and they had the crock pot that they were trying to sell was full of hot cider. And everyone that came in got a cup of hot cider. Ooh. I spent so much money at William Sonoma <laughs> that year because... One, it was freezing cold outside, and it was so awesome to come in and get warmed up. People like to spend money when they feel like they've already gotten something free in the return. So instead of going over to Starbucks or whatever and getting a coffee, I had a free hot cider, which probably cost them next to nothing. And it really got me in the Christmas and the holiday spirit. So when you're decorating and getting ready for your clients and people to come in, Little touches like having some hot cider or hot chocolate. Um, Christmas music. Go with the Christmas music that not everyone plays. Do the, you know, 90s rock alternative version of Christmas music. There's so many ways that you can get festive in the holiday spirit and decorate that's not tacky, that's not going to annoy people. Show some effort that makes you memorable. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. But when you walked in Williams-Sonoma, your mood changed when you saw that hot cider. It did. It, that defined your visit right there. Had that not been, you'd have been in the same mood. God, let me get this, get out. I've got two other places to stop. But instead, you felt welcomed and you took some more time. I did. I was walking around that store, sipping my hot cider. Filling, singing the music. Singing the music, filling my cart up. Man, oh man, they really got me. And grandma got <laughs> run over by reindeer. Always a hit in the store. It oh gets gosh. Gets uh, us older folks laughing. I was just going to say that we wish you guys a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is that you and your family believe in. We're here for you and we hope that you have a merry one. Yes. And take advantage of the holiday season to take care of your clients and get a little a little bit ahead of your customers or your competition and try to go sell something, make it get finish 2019 on a good note and keep some momentum going into 2020. We will see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.